Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life of more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast episode number 31. I hope you all are having a great week. And I am so excited about our topic as usual, right? I love talking about earning money, making money, investing money, all things money. And so today we're going to kind of piggyback off of episode number 30, which was all about adopting and investors mindset. So we're going to now talk about, okay, now that you have that mindset, what can you do to invest? Like what are some of the investment vehicles you can consider and what, when should you be investing and how much and all that good stuff. So we're going to kind of talk about that. Of course, I have to give you a disclaimer that I am not a financial advisor. I am your money coach. I am all about helping you to start doing things and stop doing things. I want you to start doing the things that are going to make you wealthy. And I want you to stop doing the things that are moving you further and further away from becoming the wealthy woman that God created you to be. So with that being said, I will not be giving any investment advice. I will just be sharing strategies, like overviews, high level things. I won't be saying you should buy this stock or this mutual fund or this EFT or this index. I will not be talking about any of that. Instead, I'm going to kind of help you to understand what are some of the things you can be investing in and what order you can do that. Okay. But before I get into the episode, I do want to take a moment and talk to you all about the Wealthy Woman's Academy, which is my signature money coaching program, which I think is the best on the market. I've done a little bit of revamping and I want to tell you all about it. So here's what it is. It is one full year of luxurious support so that you can become the wealthy woman you want to be. And here is how I will support and guide you through the process. So when you join the Wealthy Woman's Academy, the very first thing that's going to happen is you're going to get four one-to-one coaching sessions with me so that we can get super, super clear on your financial goals, where you want to go, and what's holding you back. So we're going to spend four sessions together getting super clear on all of that. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. You're going to get all of that in four sessions, everything you need to know. But here's what I know. Many of you have been living on this earth for three, four, or five decades, and you've been handling your money a certain way for just as long. And so it's going to take time for you to unravel all of those things. So even though you're going to know everything you need to know in four sessions, I know that it's going to take you more time to actually implement all of those things, right? And so I want to be with you every step of the way, helping you to implement that over a full year. So you'll have access to me for a full year where you'll be invited to weekly coaching calls where you can come get support, guidance, and help when you're stuck, when you're not taking action, when you're overspending, when you're not saving, or when you have a job interview and you're like, 
afraid about it or you're nervous about it or you're afraid to ask for more money, anything that comes up in your life and money has to do with it, if it's arguing with your spouse about money or anything, you will have a money coach there for you who knows you personally because we have spent those times together. This is how the program is structured as of October, 2023. So if you're listening to this episode a year or so or months away, like things could have changed. But as of October, 2023, this is how the Wealthy Women's Academy is structured. And so you are invited to join me. If you have been listening to the podcast and you've been thinking about it, this is the time. Why not get the luxurious amount of support that you need so that you can really take your financial life to the next level. I want to be there with you every step of the way, because here's the thing, you're going to learn some things, you're going to get some results, but then you might make a mistake. And a lot of times that's when people quit. And I want to be there right with you, holding your hand saying, no, we don't need to quit. We just need to learn from what happened and then try again. That is what a coach is there for, is to help you to see your possibilities, help you to see what you're capable of, and help you to get the results that you want. And I want to be that for you. So if you're interested in joining the Wealthy Woman's Academy, then I invite you to book an interest call with me. Let's talk about it and let's see if it's a good fit. Okay. So you can go to the show notes and book your interest call and let's chat. So now let's get into the episode. So last week during episode number 30, we talked about, like I mentioned earlier, the investor's mindset, how to have one. And I'm just going to quickly recap what we talked about. The first thing we talked about was to expect that the market goes up and down, right? And so if you have that expectation going in and it happens, you're just like, oh, okay, that's just a part of it. The other thing we talked about was investing for the long term, investing in the stock market is a long-term game. And this is not a short-term strategy. Now, if you need your money within a few months or a year, then we don't necessarily recommend you put it in the stock market. And actually, I'm gonna tell you where to put that in just a few minutes when I talk about other investment strategies. The next thing was we don't trade, we invest, right? So sometimes we think of being in the stock market as trading, like day trading, but we don't do that. That's very risky. It's almost like going to Vegas. So being in the stock market is not that way. We're investors. And when you think about the stock market over the history, it has gained 10% over the history. And that's what we're going for. And number four was that we do not try to time the market, right? We are always in the market. So it's not about timing the market. It's about spending time in the market so that you can take advantage of what Albert Einstein calls the eighth wonder of the world, compounding interest. And last but not least, we talked about the difference between paper gains and paper losses, right? Just because you look at your statement and you see that your financials have gone down, your accounts have gone down, that doesn't mean it's a real loss. It's only a real loss if you cash in when the market is down. But if you're in it for the long term, then you should be able to ride that wave back up and then you will not 
experience a real loss, okay? So that is where I want you to go with me for the rest of this episode, to have this in the back of your mind the entire time. So now that you're equipped with your investor's mindset, let's talk about the investment options that are available to you and when you may want to consider them. So let's just start with the basics. Let's start with a high yield interest savings account. This is a product that I think very few people take advantage of. So most people are familiar with the regular savings account that you can get from your bank, your local bank or your local credit union. The problem with those is that the interest rates are super, super low, like less than a half a percent. So you're not making any money on your savings. Your savings is sitting there and it's literally just making pennies. However, there is a product called a high yield savings account where you can make 4% or more on your money as an annual percentage rate. So this is where I recommend that all my clients keep their savings. So if it's emergency savings or saving for a vacation or anything like that, I highly recommend a high yield savings account that is FDIC insured. So your money is safe but it is gaining interest. And many of the high yield savings accounts are through online banks. The reason why these online banks are able to provide you with these really great interest rates is because they don't have all of the overhead that most banks have, like buildings and staff and security guards and all the things and lights and gas and all the things that it costs to run a branch. And you know, many banks, they have tons and tons of branches all over the country. But online banks, they don't have as much overhead, so they get to return higher interest rates to their customers. So that is something that I highly, highly recommend versus a regular savings account. Just make sure that the online bank is legit and that it is FDIC insured. The next thing that you could invest in is a certificate of deposit or better known as a CD. And these are federally insured savings accounts with a fixed rate for a defined period of time. So you may see like a one year CD and they'll give you like 5% back or 3% back based on whatever um, the amount. Sometimes they limit how much you can put in the CD, but that is just like a savings account. The money is insured and it kind of ties your money up for a certain period of time, but you're guaranteed that interest rate at the end. So that rate of return is fixed and you know what it is going in. And so that is a safe way to invest. If you have extra money and you maybe you need the money in a year and so you don't want to tie it up in the stock market, you can put it in a certificate of deposit. So the next investment vehicle that we'll talk about would be bonds. Okay, so bonds are safe and they're a form of fixed income. And what happens is, is that you lend money to the government and they pay you that money back by a certain date plus the interest. The interest rates are usually pretty low. And sometimes depending on the bond, they will pay out interest over a couple times a year. So if you have like a 30-year bond, so you know in 30 years it's gonna mature and you're gonna get a certain amount of money, which will be your principal plus any interest. But over that 30 years, some bonds would have paid you interest, you know, a couple times a year. Another kind of bond would be a savings bond where you don't get those interest payments throughout the years. You just 
get all of the money at once, once the bond matures. So that is one option. You won't get high returns with bonds typically, but it is a safe option. And a lot of people choose to put money in bonds, especially as they get closer and closer to retirement. So that is something that you may want to consider. Now let's talk about my favorite, mutual funds. So I love mutual funds because it's like you are pooling your money together with other investors to buy up stocks and other types of investments. So instead of investing in a single stock, you're investing in multiple stocks and you're doing this with a lot of other people. So it's like you all are pooling your money together and investing in a bunch of different funds. Now, most mutual funds are actively managed and they include a collection of stocks, bonds, and other types of investments. This is an inexpensive way to get into the stock market depending on the mutual fund that you choose. A lot of your 401ks and things like that will have options for mutual funds for you to invest in. Now let's talk about index funds. Index funds are a type of mutual fund that I also really like because the goal of these funds is to mimic a market like the S&P 500. So the goal of an index fund is not to beat the market, but is to mimic the market. And remember from last week's episode, episode number 30, if you haven't listened to that, you want to go back and listen to it. The stock market has about a 10% rate of return on average if you invest for the long term. And so the goal of index funds is not to beat that 10%, but to actually match it, right? Now, if you are invested in actively managed mutual funds, a lot of times those funds are trying to beat the market and you have human beings actively managing, selling and buying based on speculation, trying to beat the market. Some people think that's the best way to go and other people swear by index funds. I personally like index funds because I just want, like I'm good with just mimicking the market, like give me the market and I'm good. And honestly, a lot of times mutual fund managers are not able to beat the market. And so why pay someone high fees to not beat the market? It's just a question that you may want to ask yourself. Now let's talk about stocks because we talk about stocks all the time. Like, oh, I want to invest in the stock market. So when you actually just buy a stock, you are buying a single share of a company. So that can be very, very risky. So think about a mutual fund. It's like you are spreading your eggs into multiple baskets instead of placing all your eggs in one basket. And when you buy single stocks, you are literally placing your eggs in one basket on one company. And many of us do not know enough about a single company to make an educated guess on their stock. So many of us remember the company Enron, where many of their employees invested their entire savings in that company's stock. And what happened When they went belly up, so did all of those retirement accounts. So the lesson that was learned there was to diversify. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. Do not, I don't care if you work for the company, 
Do not put all your eggs in one basket. And a lot of experts will say, do not have more than 10% of your retirement savings put into single stock. They highly recommend that you're diversifying it in mutual funds, like index funds, maybe even some bonds, if that's what you want to do, if you want to be more conservative, depending on your age. But to put all of your money into a single stock is not a good idea because if something happens to that company, then there goes all of your money. But if you were to put your money in a good mutual fund, then you're spreading your money around. So if one of the companies fail, that's okay because you have a whole bunch of other companies that can be doing well and you won't lose all your money. And remember, the market is volatile, so it's gonna go up and down. So it's nice when some of the companies are down, others can be up, okay? So that is how you diversify. You put your money in mutual funds, index funds, and you can even diversify within funds. So you can buy large company funds, small company funds, middle-sized company funds. Like there's so many different funds you can even invest in. So you're diversifying your money even more. So now that we've talked about the different investment options, let's talk about things like 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, and things like that. So let's say you're like, okay, Jermaine, I'm ready. I'm ready to dip my toe and start investing or I'm ready to beef it up. Like maybe you're already doing some investing. You're like, okay, I wanna do more. So here's what I want you to know. The very first thing I always tell my clients to do and this is what I did, even when I was in debt, I got my match. So if you work for a company and they offer you a 401k or a 403b, and they match any percentage of what you put in, that is your first priority. You want to get that match because that is free money. It's like you're doubling your money right off the bat and you cannot beat that anywhere. So you definitely, definitely want to be getting your match, okay? Then depending on where you are financially, you may want to just pause your investing right there and then go back and make sure you have a good emergency fund. And that emergency fund can be in a high yield savings account like the one I mentioned earlier, okay? So I always recommend that my clients have three to six months of expenses saved in that account, and plus any other savings that you think you may need. Once you've done that, you may also think, okay, I feel good there, but I still have some high interest debt. So if you have some high interest debt, you may also want to pay that off before you start to beef up your investments. And let me tell you why I'm saying this. Because if you don't have money saved or if you have a lot of high interest debt, a lot of times you'll find yourself dipping into your retirement accounts to cover things. The goal is to have your financial foundations in place. That includes an emergency fund and that includes you not having a lot of high interest credit card debt that you carry, okay? And once you have those things kind of in order, then you can go back and say, okay, now I wanna continue to do more. I'm getting my match, I've got my emergency fund, I've cleaned up my high interest debt, now what? Then you can go to something like a Roth IRA. Roth IRAs are amazing because all of the money grows tax-free, 
Now you pay taxes on the money initially, but all of that money that you put in grows tax-free. And as of 2023, you can put up to $6,500 in a Roth IRA. If you're under 50, if you're over 50, you can put $7,500. If you're 50 or over, you can put $7,500 in a Roth IRA. Okay, and here's what I want you to know about a Roth. They're amazing, but they do have income limits. So if you earn less than $153,000 as a single tax filer, then you're good to go. You can invest in it. If you earn more than that, you cannot. And if you are married filing jointly, then you can make up to $228,000. If you make more than that, then you do not qualify for a Roth IRA. But again, the beautiful thing about these accounts is that they grow tax-free. And when you are ready to pull that money out during retirement, you do not have to pay any taxes on that money. And so that is why you want to get your match because that is a great deal. But then you want to go to a Roth IRA because then all that money gets to grow tax-free. Now, if you do not qualify for a Roth IRA, you can put money into a traditional IRA and there are no income limits for that. However, the amount of money you can deduct from your taxes is phased out depending on how much money you make, okay? Now, with a traditional IRA, you may be wondering, well, why wouldn't I just go back to my 401k instead of investing in a traditional Roth IRA? Here's why. Because your company that furnishes you your 401k, they have a very limited amount of funds that you can invest in and there are fees associated with it. Now, with a traditional IRA, you are able to invest in the market in general. So all of the different funds, mutual funds and index funds and all of those are available to you which are not necessarily available to you in your 401k. Here's just like a brief overview of what you could do if you're, let's say, a person who's like, okay, what should I do, Jermaine? Like, what is the way I should go so that I can really maximize everything? So number one would be to invest in your 401k to get your match up into the match. If it's 3% or 5% or 6%, it doesn't matter. Get the match, it's free money. And then from there, Make sure you go back and say, okay, do I have three to six months of expenses saved? If not, that's the next thing for you to do and or pay off your high interest debt. And I highly recommend a high yield savings account for that. Then once you do that, you can go out into the open market using a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA and invest up to $6,500 in 2023 or $7,500 if you are over 50 and you get to pick index funds or mutual funds that are to your liking. You have you have much more variety and much more um, autonomy in which funds you can invest in. And then once you've reached those limits, you can go back to your 401k and max that out. I believe to max out your 401k if you're over 50 is 30K a year. And if you're under 50, it's $22,500. Okay. So I hope this was helpful. This was a brief overview of where you can invest your money and kind of a strategy around 
okay, what to do first and then what to do second and then what to do third. I hope this was helpful for you. And remember, if you are looking to take control of your money and build wealth without having a completely slasher lifestyle to shreds, then the Wealthy Woman's Academy is the place for you. You will get so much support, so much guidance, coaching, and accountability so that you can literally change your financial life forever. The level of support and guidance that you'll get, there's nothing else like it. And so if you're ready for that, book your interest call. I would love, love, love to talk to you about your goals, about the obstacles that are standing in your way, and about how the process that I use can help you to reach those goals, okay? See you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Woman's Academy. My signature coaching program where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoleycom slash WWA. That's Jermaine with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.